I'm Andrea Worley, and you're listening to episode 10 of the Flourish Together podcast, How I Don't Do It All. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley. Today's episode is a very special episode because it's episode 10 of the Flourish Together podcast. And we're going to talk about how I don't do it all today on the podcast. So I put out a call for your questions a couple weeks ago for this episode. And I asked you guys on Instagram to send in your questions. P.S. If you're not following me on Instagram, jump on over to Instagram right now. My handle is at Andrea M. Worley. Go ahead and follow along. Let me know that you're listening in. So I put out a call for questions. And I started to get a few questions come in and I got one question and then I got a couple more and they all had, once I started reading them, they all kind of had to do with the same or a similar theme surrounding the topic of how do you do it all? Basically these questions that were coming in were around that same theme, just a little bit of different wording. So I thought, you know what? Instead of tackling a bunch of different questions, I'm just going to tackle this one question in this episode 10. And we're going to talk about how do you do it all? Or as I like to say, I don't do it all. And I want to share a little bit of that with you guys today. Because if you're listening to this and you're thinking, how does she do it all? I want to know her secret. The secret is, is that I simply don't do it all. I know that it might look from the outside looking in that I do it all or that I do a lot of things. And while that is true, there are definitely a lot of different things that I have my hand in, different projects, um, this podcast. I'm also a wife and a mom, and I have a blog that I do, and I write for a few different publications online and my alumni magazine. And even as I'm rattling off these things, it sounds like I do a lot of things. And while I will acknowledge that I do a lot of things, I don't do everything. And so we're going to kind of talk about today in this episode episode, a few different things that I don't do. And um, what does that look like? Because I always want to leave you guys that are listening with really practical tools and something that you can take away. I don't want to just talk about things in a generalized way. I really want you to leave feeling encouraged, but also leave feeling like hey, I really got some valuable information and we're really talking about some practical things that I can put in place and implement into my own life. And I think it can be really easy to talk about our lives in generalized statements and in these broad pictures. But what I want to do and one of my goals with this podcast is to not talk about things in such a generalized way and really give you guys specific tools and specific answers to some of these questions and some of these life lessons that I've learned. So I hope you guys find this episode helpful. So let's 
just jump into it. Like I said, the simple answer is, is that I do not do it all. And anyone who tells you that they do it all is probably not telling you the whole truth or probably lying to themselves thinking that they can. The reality is that we as human beings, as wives, mothers, fathers, people in our humanness and our flesh, we cannot do everything all the time. There are just never enough hours in the day to do everything all the time, right? So I really think that you first of all have to take a look at what are your priorities in life? What is important to you? What are the things that are important to you? What are the things that you have to get done? And this is how you're going to figure out what do I do at what time? And so, like I said earlier, a few minutes ago, there are definitely some things in my life that are a huge priority to me. And over the years and over time, I have really learned how to pick and choose my priority based on the season that I'm in, which kind of leads me into a whole different topic about seasons of life and boundaries and balance. I super don't like the word balance. And that's probably a whole nother podcast about why I don't believe in balance. But very simply, like I said, I don't think that you can do it all all the time. And I've learned that in my life. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. How do I do it all? How do I find balance in a busy lifestyle? It goes back to me to figuring out my priorities and what's important to me in that particular season. The same things that were important to me as a very young um, mom and wife 10 years ago are not the same things that are the priority now when I have kids that are a little bit older or farther along in school. So if you're listening to this and maybe you're in a different season, maybe your kids are younger or maybe they're like mine and they're older, I first want you to look at what's the season that you're in. What are the things that are important to you right now in this season? What are the must-haves that you have to get done for the stage of life that you're in right now. Pull out a piece of paper, write them down, open the notes app in your phone, start to write these things down and really filter through what are the things that are a priority to me and what's not, you know, number one or number two on the list that I have to get done. And as you go about your days, you can kind of see where you have to put things in order to get things done. Like I said, there's some non-negotiable things that I have to get done as a mom. I've got to make the lunches. You know, I've got to take my kids to school. There are some non-negotiables in my life that just have to get done. And then there's some other things in my life like meetings and things that can be scheduled in other pockets of time. And for myself, I work really well. I'm a night owl. And so I get a lot of stuff done at night. And that's just kind of the time that I have set aside based on the season that I'm in. And that might look different for you. But what I am saying is figure out the pockets of time that you have. If you're a full-time working mom outside the home, your pockets of time are going to look different than mine where I work in my home and I work in between when my kids are at school. The one thing that is a really huge priority to me is to 
set aside my work and my things that I have to get done that are work uh, when my kids are at school. So I find that what works best for me is that I work while they're at school. And when they're home, I set that aside. If there's something that I haven't gotten done during the day while they're at school, as soon as they get home, I set this that aside because then my priority when they are home becomes them. I I'm always saying I get in, I'm in mom mode then. I am a mother then. I am working on homework with them or I'm sitting there decompressing their school day with them and then I'm transitioning into an evening routine of making dinner or taking kids to activities and I set my stuff aside for a time. And then when they go to bed, if I need to, I pick it back up and I work um, into the evening uh, to, to get things done. So what else does this look like? For me, it also looks like asking for help. And that can be a really vulnerable place to find yourself in is needing help. And I would encourage all of you to ask for help. If you're in a busy season of life or you find yourself doing a lot of things and needing some help, don't be afraid to ask for help from your husband or your friends or your family uh, for that support that you might need. I can totally understand, like I said, that being in the position to need help is a really vulnerable position, but oftentimes you'll find that your friends and your family, they want to be there for you, and sometimes they don't always know how to tangibly help or be there unless we tell them, unless we let them know that we need an extra helping hand. Uh, My husband does a lot. We share in equal responsibilities around the house. And that's just a value that we kind of set up very early on in our marriage and in our relationship. And so um, just the other night we were rock, paper, scissoring for who was going to make lunches um, because we both were very tired. But that's just a very silly example um, to illustrate that we both share the equal duties and we happily do it even though we might feel tired. We know that there's a certain set of things that need to get done and we can lean on and rely on each other for help. I think another key opponent to quote unquote, doing it all and getting things done in the midst of a busy lifestyle is number one, not don't make being busy the idol. Don't just be busy to be busy. Don't just unintentionally fill your schedule with activities and events that really don't matter or that aren't important to you. Um, Learn to set boundaries and know your limits in life and know what you place value on and what's not a value for your home and your family and your lifestyle. And one thing that I learned a few years back was the power of saying no and not feeling bad about it. And I think as women, that can be really hard because naturally, I think a lot of women 
we want to help and we want to be available to people. And while there's good intention behind that, you always have to realize that when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So this is why it's really important to have boundaries, know your priorities, and know your your limits to things so that you can say yes when it's appropriate. You can say yes and really mean it because you want to do this thing or you want to go to this play day or you want to go to this event or you want to have those people over because it fits within your limits and it fits within the priority of your lifestyle. And you're not just saying yes to things and then regretting it later. I think that's super key. And I could probably go on and on about the saying no to things, but it's so freeing to, like I said, have your priorities and know your limitations and know what you can and can't do. And then you can say yes to things more freely and you can say no to things and have total freedom and feel guilt-free as well. Uh, Lisa Turkhurst wrote a book called The Best Yes, and I highly recommend that book. It talks about this very subject of, you know, saying yes to the things that are important and making them a priority and saying no to the things that are not. So if you have not read that book, I highly suggest it. I will leave a link to this in the show notes uh, for you guys because that's a really great resource and tool that if this is something that you're struggling with, the whole saying yes or saying no to things, I would highly suggest picking up that book. And so I think that letting yourself off the hook and knowing that you don't have to do it all is really freeing. And finding yourself in a place where you say yes and the things that you do do in your life, you do those things well. Because I don't think that it's necessarily productive for anyone, let alone you, to say yes to so many things and then not do any of them well and just be the person that's doing so many things and there's no joy and there's no priority in that. So if that's you, if the things I'm saying are speaking to you on that level, if that's you, I want you to know that it's okay to not do it all and it's okay to do a handful of things really well and know that for this season of life that you're in, this is what you can do and this is what you can't do. So I hope that that encourages you and I hope that that answers your question for those of you that sent me those questions and asked the question of how do I do it all and how do I find balance amongst a busy lifestyle? Um, I hope that that's encouraging to know that I don't do it all. And I will be the first to tell you that I don't do it all. There are some things, like I said, that I do and I have a lot going on, but by no means do I do everything. And I've learned to ask for help. I've learned to lean on friends and family and my husband for support. And I have also learned the value of having boundaries and knowing my limits and saying no when it's appropriate and saying yes when I can fully give my yes to the things that are important to me. So 
I hope you guys found this episode encouraging. If you guys want to connect with me on social media, I would love for you guys to come find me at Andrea M. Worley. If you have not yet given the Flourish Together podcast a rating and review, I would love for you to jump on over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It helps other people find the show and it shares with people all about the podcast and what we're doing over here. So thank you again for listening to this episode of the Flourish Together podcast. While you're listening, I would love for you to tag me and use the hashtag Flourish Together podcast so I can see what you guys are doing while you're listening. Thank you guys again for listening. I am excited to bring you guys more episodes in the next um, several weeks. I've got some great interviews coming up uh, that you're going to hear from some really awesome women who are doing things um, really amazing things um, in their own fields and in their own seasons. And I can't wait to share some of those interviews with you coming up in the next couple weeks. And um, I hope you guys have an awesome day and I will talk to you soon.